It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 8th, 2018. My name is Phil Prosman reich I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Happy to be here with you on a busy and important day. We're going to talk... I know the Magic play the Atlanta Hawks. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore MD. I know the Orlando Magic play the Atlanta Hawks later today. We'll talk about that game tomorrow, I suppose. But today is all about the NBA trade deadline. It is deadline day in the NBA. I am recording this on Wednesday night, so who knows how much of this is going to be accurate by the time you listen. But if you are listening to this in the morning, it should be decently accurate. I'm going to talk about the latest rumors going down what the trade market looks like, and the Orlando Magic's assets themselves and and what we see coming from the Orlando Magic or what the Magic have that they might be willing to send out uh, on today's show. So it's all about the trade deadline today, so I want to make sure that you're not shocked that I'm not talking about the game against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, You know, I, I suppose I can briefly say the Atlanta Hawks, like the Orlando Magic, are playing significantly better. Um, they are a team that has won a few games of late. The Magic have won a few games of late as two. Orlando now five and five in their last ten games. Atlanta is four and six in their last ten games. And when you look at the standings and you look at Tankathon, the Dallas Mavericks, Atlanta Hawks, Sacramento Kings, and Orlando Magic are all tied with seventeen losses or seventeen wins. I apologize, with seventeen wins, the fewest in the NBA. The Magic now have the what the not, they no longer have the most losses in the league either. Dallas, Atlanta, Phoenix, and Brooklyn have 37 losses. Orlando at 36. So if you if you care to look at Tankathon, Orlando's making some moves. They're moving up a little bit in the Tankathon rankings and no longer holding down that last spot. Of course, there's a long way to go in the season. And whether the Magic should be winning or not, I will let you debate. And I'll probably have that debate once we get past the trade deadline. But let's... Let's turn our attention to the trade deadline and the latest that's going on with the Orlando Magic. Uh, the rumors have been kind of slow to trickle out this year. There hasn't been a ton to talk about. There's been, you know, I've talked about it as it's come up, but there's been some talk that, you know, both Nikola Vucevic and Evan Fournier would welcome kind of a change of scenery or they kind of recognize that, yes, their time in Orlando is coming to an end. Um, there's been a lot of talk of the Magic seemingly being willing to trade just about anyone on their roster. There's been a lot of talk 
about what, what the Magic are going to do with Mario Hazonia now that he's actually playing well. Can they get anything for him? Alfred Payton's been a huge question. Essentially, every player on this Magic roster has had some trade discussion. I talked about this on Monday's episode of Locked On Magic and the Orlando Magic Daily Facebook Live. Even Aaron Gordon has gotten some trade buzz and gotten some trade discussion. Uh, and there's really nothing you can do about that. I mean, I think Orlando, being the record that they have, 17-36 and 36 on the year, they, and they won eight of their first 12. They've only won, they've only won nine since. Um, they're in a position where they have to consider just about everything. So yes, there, there's been a lot of names thrown around, but we haven't heard any specific rumors. Now, I always warn people when it comes to trade rumors and when it comes to the trade deadline, always know your source, uh, who's, who's reporting the information that you're getting. The second thing I would always say is ask yourself why this information is leaking, who benefits from this leaking, what is it really saying, and read between the lines more than read the actual rumor. It's not important what the trade rumor is or what the specific deal is because for the most part, stuff that gets to the press is dead already or is pretty close to dead or is in in its very infancy or in its exploratory stages and for whatever reason, a team is leaking it or an agent is leaking it to get movement in a certain direction. So you got to always be kind of cognizant of agendas. But this trade deadline has been particularly quiet. Jeff Waltman and John Hammond have done a good job keeping quiet uh, and keeping their plans very, very, qui- uh, very, very silent uh, as the trade deadline approaches. There have been a few rumors that have trickled out in the last few days since, you know, as we head into the trade deadline. The biggest one being that the New York Knicks and former Magic uh, Assistant General Manager Scott Perry had some interest in bringing in Alfred Payton. And there were at least preliminary discussions, according to Mark Berman of the New York Post, of getting a deal done. Now, the idea here was that the Magic would get you know, maybe an expiring deal or, you know, something kind of small. It's hard to look at the Knicks and say, oh, there's there's a framework for a deal there. That I think the idea was a lottery-protected first-round pick for Alfred Payton, which honestly I think would be a great haul uh, for, for Alfred. Um, I, I would prefer to get a player of some substance. Um, I don't think the Magic want another draft pick, even in this draft. But... You know, I I think at this point you got to take what you can get, and 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 if if there is a deal to be made, um, it, it sounds like the Magic will try to move Alfred Payton, uh, by the deadline at 3 p.m. on Thursday. Now that article went on to say that there was some talk between the two teams, of making the deal a little bit bigger, of doing a Alfred Payton and Bismack Biombo for, uh. A, a lottery-protected first-round pick and Joachim Noah, which, if I were the Magic, I would reject that hat out of hand. Joachim Noah's got a worse contract than Bismack Biombo. Biombo may not ever live up to his salary, but at least Biombo's playing, which is a lot more than you can say for Joachim Noah these days. So, there are definitely different permutations to this thing, and, and you can't say anything is set in stone fully. There is a still a there's there's not as much time to go before the trade deadline. I can't say there is a long way to go, but there are definitely a lot of things 
that the magic can continue to explore, and there, there definitely seems to be something at work here for this team. The other big rumor is that the Magic are aggressively trying to trade Mario Hazonia. Uh, whether it was a mistake or not, uh, it was a mistake, but the, essentially, the Magic know they're not keeping Mario Hazonia. Um, you know, it, I find it very hard to believe that Hazonia would agree to return to the Magic. Uh, I think he wants a fresh start. I think the Magic were willing to give him a fresh start and tried to give him a fresh start at the beginning of the year. That did not come to fruition. And so now facing the likelihood that they're going to lose him in free agency, I think that they will look to move him at the deadline. For what? I don't know. But the the report from Chris Mannix of Yahoo Sports is that the Magic are aggressively trying to trade Mario Azonia, make sure they get some kind of value for him before moving on to uh before moving on with uh with with their their season. At this point I really can't say exactly what's going to happen on Thursday. Uh, and I'll explain a little bit more why in just a moment. This is a really hard front office to get a gauge on because they really haven't done very much yet. They don't have the players that would naturally bring in a lot of talent. They have guys on fairly long contracts they're trying to get rid of. They have guys who are hurt that they're trying to that they might be trying to move. And they have restricted free agents, which are also very difficult to move. And so Orlando's found themselves at the trade deadline at a very sticky spot. We all know they need to make changes. They need to begin changing this roster and flipping it over. But it's a lot easier said than done. And with the assets that the Magic have, it's looking much more difficult to get value in return. I've said this for a long time. The Magic are going to have to take back less talent to move some of these guys. That's just the reality. And so the draft is going to become much more important for this team. They've got to hit on their draft pick, no matter where it ends up. Top three, top five, top ten. They got to get a good player in this draft. They got to get a contributor in this draft. But if I were to make a prediction here on on Wednesday night about what the Magic are going to do, I'm going to go ahead and say they find a taker for Alfred Payton. Um, I think that they'll they'll move Alfred Payton, um, and I I don't think they're going to find a Mario Zonia taker because it's probably better for a team not to have his restricted free not to have his free agent rights um, because of the limits of his free agency coming up. But we'll see what happens. The deadline is at 3 p.m. on Thursday. So definitely, uh, we'll, all be, we'll all have our eyes on Twitter. We'll all be watching Woj's Twitter feed. We'll all be watching Josh Robbins' Twitter feed to see what turns out, what shakes out at this NBA trade deadline. And of course, the NBA trade deadline means the NBA season is getting into its stretch run. We're actually, I think, due for a pretty competitive Race to the finish. Golden State and Houston are neck and neck. The Eastern Conference is a jumbled mess. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch these games. And if you want to add a little bit more action and test your sports knowledge to win cash, the best place to go do that is by betting at MyBookie, the sports book that makes it easy to deposit and even easier to cash out your winnings fast. 
They have odds on everything, live betting, and an all-new prop builder. You can create your own bet slips and bet how you want. Want to bet your friends LeBron's going to score 30 and have 10 assists? Why not? You can bet that at MyBookie and put your money where your mouth is. Bet from your desktop, tablet, or on their world-class mobile site that lets you bet anytime, anyway. MyBookie offers the fastest no-hassle payouts when you win. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus. Just use promo code LOCKEDONNBA, that's LOCKEDONNBA, when making your account. Visit MyBookie.ag today and bet on the internet's favorite sportsbook where you play, you win, and most importantly, you get paid. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And, you know, like I said, it, this trade deadline's been very strange to... to to get a get a handle on. And a big reason for that really has nothing to do with the Magic's assets. And and, and like I said the Magic ha- have you know some strange collection of of players that that other teams may want or other teams may not want. But there is definitely plenty of intrigue to go and eventually there is action there is movement the league is not going to sit by quietly here things will happen at the trade deadline they always do so why does it feel like things are pretty quiet I'm hoping to have a guest on next week. We'll talk a little bit more about this uh, because he'd know a lot more than I would. But there have been several articles that have come out in the last few days, whether it be from uh, Sean Marks of ESPN, whether it be from uh, uh, The Ringer. Uh, I think Kevin O'Connor wrote that for The Ringer. This is a really tight trade market this year. A lot of it is because free agency is going to be so tight this year. Only four or five teams are slated to have cap room. And no one seems willing to help someone else get cap room or take on extra salary. Because really the reality is So many teams spent all their money in the last two years that it has really tightened the trade market, really constricted it. And made it difficult to make moves. Trading a play, you know, actively shopping a player who... Averages 17 points per game and shoots near 40% from beyond the arc, even on a three year salary, three year deal, normally that would get some movement, you would think. You may not be able to get a 
star player or you may not be able to get a ton, but you could find a veteran for sure. Some team would be willing to give up something for that. And while I think Evan Fournier has gotten interest, the general consensus whenever we've talked about, hey, would you want Evan Fournier? You know, when you talk to writers from other teams, everyone is hesitant to take on the money. This is a productive player. And so one of the reasons I've said the Magic should stay patient is the simple fact that it'll be easier to trade him. You can probably get a little bit more if you flip over that contract another year. Typically, in a typical market, you would see even a player like Alfred Payton garner some interest. Someone should want his free agent, his restricted free agency rights and the ability to match any offer. He's played well enough, hasn't he? He may not be a full-time starter. He may not be exactly what everyone wants. But he's a serviceable player. Someone, someone should be willing to pay him $10 million a year. Yet all indications are those $10 million a year players are not going to get that amount. They're going to be stuck in the mid-level because no one is willing to spend. And I'm guilty of this notion too. When we all talked about whether the Magic should acquire Rodney Hood, and there, there were some reports that the Magic did indeed inquire about Rodney Hood from the Utah Jazz. I've been banging this drum a little bit, and I, I'm going to I'm going to repeat the argument here. I am very hesitant to commit any long-term salary to Rodney Hood. You don't acquire Rodney Hood or a restricted free agent like that unless you know exactly how much you're willing to pay for him. And at the end of the day, if you're giving up Evan Fournier, who's making $17 million over the next three years, to acquire Rodney Hood, and you end up paying him 15 over the next four, what's the difference? Fournier and Hood are virtually the same player, so it's maybe a little bit better defender, younger. But it's hard to say, hard to be willing to commit to so much more long-term money, to so much more long-term salary. And so I do kind of believe the Magic are set to sit things out a little bit here. Every other team in the league is thinking this way too. Every other team is becoming a little more cost-conscious after the spending splurge of the last two year, two summers. The Magic have legitimate reasons to do so because they are capped out and they're trying to offload salary. No one's willing to take that salary. No one's willing to take even a productive player like Evan Fournier into their cap space. And that's why I think this trade market is really tight. Something's going to go down at the trade deadline because deadline pressure makes movement. Something will happen. This will not be a completely silent or quiet deadline. But I don't think it's going to be active as we all think. And I do believe the Magic will do most of their heavy lifting in the offseason.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. So what do the Magic have now as we enter the trade deadline? Not a lot. Any hopes of trading Bismack Biombo? You're going to have to take on a, a, a player like Joachim Noah to, to move his contract. I don't think the Magic are willing to do that, nor should they. You want to trade a player like Evan Fournier? You're not getting a first-round pick for him. You're probably going to have to pay something extra to get the other team to take him. And the odds of getting a rotation caliber player or a starter caliber player are extremely low. Alfred Payton. Who the heck knows how anyone values him? Nikola Vucevic, Terrence Ross are coming off injuries. They're really difficult to trade. So what do the Magic have to offer anybody right now? Aaron Gordon's the obvious answer. Even though he's dealing with an injury himself. But again... I've said this before, I will continue to say this, I think that the Magic really did look around and try and see if there was anything they could get for Aaron Gordon. But I think the asking price was always a star or someone who's going to develop into a star. When I saw Phoenix fans, who I, Phoenix I think will come after Aaron Gordon this summer in restricted free agency, when I saw Phoenix fans discuss trading maybe Marcus Chris and some other pieces for Aaron Gordon, I laughed because Marcus Chris is not enough. You're not going to swindle the magic out of Aaron Gordon. Now, if you give them their, your first-round pick this year, maybe we're talking. So, that's an absolutely real thing. That the magic don't really have a ton to offer. I've said this before when I've talked about the trade deadline that Orlando has to focus on its long-term future. Orlando has to make the most of its long uh, of its long-term future. They have to build bring in players that fit what they want to build moving forward. They can't be looking to make lateral moves. They got to make moves that fit their overall vision. And so, finding that is obviously very difficult with the assets the Magic have. The one guy that's beginning to generate a little bit of trade buzz is Jonathan Simmons. Are the Magic ready to give up on Jonathan, not give up on Jonathan Simmons, but 
give him up in a trade, and for what? Again, I tend to believe that Simmons fits this team's long-term vision well. And I don't think he's the player they want to give up. The Magic are not going to sit here and make a deal just to make a deal. Any deal they make is going to fit the team's long-term vision. It's going to add something to the team next year and beyond. If I were if I were betting on what the Magic are looking for, it would be a little bit of a, at the trade deadline at least, it would be a rookie reclamation project. An Emmanuel Moutier, a Stanley Johnson, a rookie, a guy on a rookie contract who has not quite lived up to the hype and probably needs a change of scenery. Swapping a Mario Azonia or an Alfred Payton for one of those players I think would be a, an appropriate risk and, and a good one. You give him a year to prove himself. That's the kind of risk I think the Magic should be taking right now. And that's the kind of thing that I would suspect the Magic are hunting for at this trade deadline. As much as we all want change, as much as we all sense that change is needed, the trade deadline is not the time to bring it. The summer is going to be when the Magic make their changes, make their sweeping changes. Someone asked me, you know, it looks like Nikola Vucevic is close to a return. He's listed as questionable for Thursday's game against the Atlanta Hawks. Why would you bring Vucevic back right now? And my answer was, well... A, the Magic are still trying to win, whether you think that's right or wrong. And B, you got to prove that Vucevic is healthy and can still produce so you can trade him in the summer. I, I imagine if Terrence Ross gets healthy, they'll try and throw him in there for a few games as well to show that he is healthy. And that's simply the assets the Magic have right now. They don't have a lot to work with. They don't have a lot to work with to get the pieces that they want. They're not going after the big fish. They're trying to sell. So maybe someone doesn't get Rodney Hood or doesn't get Avery Bradley or or another big, big wing on the market. That's when they turn to Evan Fournier and the Orlando Magic. And maybe that happens around noon. Things are going to develop quickly at the trade deadline. They always do. And so, definitely, definitely stay close to your Twitter accounts. But don't be disappointed if the magic remain quiet on Thursday. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your favorite podcast-enabled listening device or to your podcast-enabled listening device. Um, Of course, the NBA trade deadline is at 3 p.m., I'll be on Twitter uh, doing my best to update everyone and share what's going on. You can fo- follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, the best place to do so is by following me online at omagicdaily and following orlandomagicdaily.com. Got an Orlando Magic Daily roundtable coming up tomorrow. 
um, the Orlando Magic Daily staff got together to discuss the Magic's uh, trade deadline strategy and what we're expecting for the future and what we want to see grow uh, as the team moves forward to the future. Um, I also have the Orlando Magic Daily trade value column, my yearly column on the Magic's trade assets, ranking them um, as far as their trade value. So be sure to check that out as well. Um, lots of good trade deadline stuff. We'll have a complete recap of the trade deadline once it's over, uh, once it passes, uh, in addition to our normal game coverage as the Orlando Magic take on the Atlanta Hawks at the Amway Center at 7 p.m. So definitely a lot to get to. It's going to be a busy, 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 busy Thursday. Um, so be sure to stay plugged in. Again, you can follow me on Twitter. Best place to follow me is at Daily as the trade deadline uh, gets going tomorrow. 3 p.m. Thursday is the trade deadline. That's when everyone has to make their phone calls into the league office and be in the queue to make their deals. Um, you can't, you know, after three, uh, deals will trickle into the press after that, but 3 p.m. is when pencils are down. Everyone's got to have their phone call into the league office to get the trade call done. So a lot to get to. We'll find out more once we get to the Amway Center, of course, and, and hear what everyone has to say after the trade deadline. But that's going to do it for me today. I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back again tomorrow with a complete recap of the trade deadline and the Magic's game against the Atlanta Hawks. But for now, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I will see you all again tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.